Let's read together 1 Samuel chapter 14, verses 24 through 52. Now in the second half of 1 Samuel chapter 14, we have the record of two foolish vows that King Saul made and the consequences that followed. Let's begin by reading verse 47 to the end of the chapter for background purposes. 1 Samuel chapter 14, beginning at verse 47. So Saul established his sovereignty over Israel and fought against all his enemies on every side, against Moab, against the people of Ammon, against Edom, against the kings of Zobah, and against the Philistines. Wherever he turned, he harassed them. And he gathered an army and attacked the Amalekites and delivered Israel from the hands of those who plundered them. The sons of Saul were Jonathan, Ishbi, and Malkishua. And the names of his two daughters were these, the name of the firstborn, Merib, and the name of the younger, Michael. The name of Saul's wife was Ahinoam, the daughter of Ahimahaz, and the name of the commander of his army was Abner, the son of Ner, Saul's uncle. Kish was the father of Saul, and Ner, the father of Abner, was the son of Abiel. Now there was fierce war with the Philistines all the days of Saul, And when Saul saw any strong man or any valiant man, he took him for himself. Let's begin our study of this portion of 1 Samuel 14 with some background notes. 1 Samuel chapter 14 could be entitled, Faith in Contrast to Folly. Faith in Contrast to Folly. In the first half of the chapter, we have the faith of Jonathan presented. Against great odds, Jonathan and his armor-bearers stepped out in faith and defeated a number of Philistines, and this led to a major victory for Israel over the Philistines. Now in the second half of the chapter, in contrast to Jonathan's faith, we have Saul's folly. King Saul makes two foolish decisions in this half of the chapter, which we will look at along with their consequences under our doctrinal points. But here at the end of the chapter, in the verses that we just read, we have some background material that should be mentioned. In these verses, we have a summary of Saul's military victories and some details concerning his family. As to Saul's family, we will see in chapter 18 that Michael, Saul's youngest daughter, here in verse 49, becomes David's first wife. As to Saul's military ability... These verses leave no doubt that Saul was overall a successful commander-in-chief. But King Saul had a problem with pride and jealousy and making foolish emotional decisions that got him into trouble. Now, under our doctrinal points, let's look at Saul's foolish decisions and their disastrous consequences. So doctrinal teaching point number one, foolish decisions result in needless hardships. Foolish decisions result in needless hardships, verses 24 through 31. And the men of Israel were distressed that day, for Saul had placed the people under oath, saying, Cursed is the man who eats any food until evening, before I have taken vengeance on my enemies. So none of the people tasted food. Now all the people of the land came to a forest, and there was honey on the ground. And when the people had come into the woods, There was the honey dripping, but no one put his hand to his mouth, for the people feared the oath. But Jonathan had not heard his father charge the people with the oath. Therefore he stretched out the end of his rod that was in his hand 
and dipped it in the honeycomb and put his hand to his mouth and his countenance brightened. Then one of the people said, Your father strictly charged the people with an oath, saying, Cursed is the man who eats food this day. And the people were faint. But Jonathan said, My father has troubled the land. Look now how my countenance has brightened because I tasted a little of this honey. How much better if the people had eaten freely today of the spoil of their enemies which they found. For now would there not have been a much greater slaughter among the Philistines? Now they had driven back the Philistines that day from Michmash to Agilon. So the people were very faint. Because of the faith and victory of Jonathan and his armor bearer, the Philistines were routed and on the run. At this point, Saul made a foolish vow, as we see here in verse 24. Cursed is the man who eats any food until evening before I have taken vengeance on my enemies. That was certainly a foolish decision on the part of King Saul. If ever people need food, it is when they are working or fighting. As a result of Saul's foolish vow, there were needless hardships. In verse 28, we read that the people were weary. Why? Because of Saul's foolish decision. Food was available. There was a flow of honey in the forest where they were traveling, but the people could not touch it because of Saul's foolish vow. A further hardship was put upon Jonathan because he did not hear of Saul's foolish decision until after he had eaten some of the honey. We see in verse 30 that the victory over the Philistines could have been much greater if the people had been allowed to eat. But because of Saul's foolish vow, the people suffered needless hardships. Verse 31 says the people were very weary and faint. All of this was because of Saul's foolish decision. Foolish decisions result in needless hardships. The same is true today. Think of the needless hardships many families have faced because of foolish decisions. Foolish decisions in reference to job changes and moves. Foolish decisions in reference to money and material possessions. Foolish decisions in reference to commitment to the marriage itself. Foolish decisions result in needless hardships. Doctrinal point number two. Foolish decisions result in tragic situations. Foolish decisions result in tragic situations. Verses 32 through 46. And the people rushed on a spoil and took sheep, oxen, and calves and slaughtered them on the ground. And the people ate them with the blood. Then they told Saul, saying, Look, the people are sinning against the Lord by eating with the blood. So he said, You have dealt treacherously. Roll a large stone to me this day. Then Saul said, Disperse yourselves among the people and say to them, Bring me here every man's ox and every man's sheep. Slaughter them here and eat. And do not sin against the Lord by eating with the blood. So every one of the people brought his ox with him that night and slaughtered it there. Then Saul built an altar to the Lord. This was the first altar that he built to the Lord. Now Saul said, Let us go down after the Philistines by night and plunder them until the morning light. And let us not leave a man of them. And they said, Do whatever seems good to you. Then the priest said, Let us draw near to God here. So Saul asked counsel of God, Shall I go down after the Philistines? Will you deliver them into the hand of Israel? But the Lord did not answer him that day. And Saul said, Come over here, all you chiefs of the people, 
and know and see what this sin was today. For as the Lord lives, who saves Israel, though it be in Jonathan my son, he shall surely die. But not a man among all the people answered him. Then he said to all Israel, You be on one side, and my son Jonathan and I will be on the other side. And the people said to Saul, Do what seems good to you. Therefore Saul said to the Lord God of Israel, Give a perfect lot. So Saul and Jonathan were taken, but the people escaped. And Saul said, Cast lots between my son Jonathan and me. So Jonathan was taken. Then Saul said to Jonathan, Tell me what you have done. And Jonathan told him and said, I only tasted a little honey with the end of the rod that was in my hand, so now I must die. Saul answered, God do so and more also, for you shall surely die, Jonathan. But the people said to Saul, Shall Jonathan die, who has accomplished this great deliverance in Israel? Certainly not. As the Lord lives, not one hair of his head shall fall to the ground, for he has worked with God this day. So the people rescued Jonathan, and he did not die. Then Saul returned from pursuing the Philistines, and the Philistines went to their own place. Foolish decisions not only result in needless hardships for people, but in tragic situations as well. Because of Saul's foolish decision about fasting during the battle until evening, when evening finally came, we read in verse 32, that the people rushed on the spoil and took sheep, oxen, and calves and slaughtered them on the ground, and the people ate them with the blood. This was against the Mosaic Law, covered in both Leviticus 17 and Deuteronomy chapter 12. The blood was to be drained from freshly killed animals. Why was there this tragic situation of the people breaking God's law? Answer, Saul's foolish decision. Now, at least Saul did the right thing at this point and had the people stop and drain the blood of the animals before they ate. In verse 35, we read, Then Saul built an altar to the Lord. This was the first altar that he built to the Lord. Too bad that this altar did not come earlier in Saul's life. This is a good example of too little, too late. In verse 39, we see that Saul made another foolish decision. Because God would not answer Saul as to whether to pursue the Philistines further, Saul wrongly assumed that someone had sinned by breaking his foolish fasting vow. But Jonathan did not sin. He did not even know about Saul's foolish decision and curse. Now Saul foolishly said that even if his son Jonathan had broken the fast, he would surely die. Well, God allowed the lot to fall on Jonathan to point up Saul's foolish decision. Saul almost put his own son to death in order to save face after he'd made such a foolish vow. What a tragic situation. The good news here is that God made sure Jonathan was rescued by the people from this tragic situation and protected from Saul's foolish decision. Tragic situations still result from foolish decisions. Churches split and closed down because of narrow-minded, legalistic, foolish decisions concerning the building or order of services or the finances or music or some other area. And families break up because of foolish decisions. Decisions involving location or lifestyle, as we mentioned before. Don't let it happen in your church or family. Foolish decisions result in tragic situations. 
What about practical application from the second half of 1 Samuel chapter 14? Don't make decisions in the emotion of the moment. Don't make decisions in the emotion of the moment. In both of Saul's foolish decisions, we see that they were made in the emotion of the moment. Saul did not think through the possible consequences of these spur-of-the-moment decisions. What about us? Ecclesiastes 5, verse 2 says, Do not be rash with your mouth, and let not your heart utter anything hastily before God. Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 2. You know, even well-meaning decisions made in the emotion of the moment can have sad consequences. Examples. I will give all my money away to this worthy cause that I just heard about. That may be a foolish decision. Sounds good, right? But it may be a foolish decision. What about your family responsibilities and even other worthy causes? I will never eat breakfast before I have my devotions. No Bible, no breakfast. (laughs) Sounds good, right? That may be a foolish decision because there may be times when it's better to have some breakfast first. There will never be a TV in this house. Now, this sounds like a good decision, but it may not be a good decision. TV can be used for good purposes. Don't make decisions in the emotion of the moment. 